feature presentation. This weird aberration society. Welcome back to Mutual Aberration Society. I'm Ryan, and today we're going to be talking about an absolute banger. A movie that just flat out kicks ass. Um, That movie is G.I. Samurai from 1979, directed by Kosei Sato, or Sayoto. I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, What is G.I. Samurai, you might be asking right now? Well, I'll let you know by reading the synopsis slash log line for it. And it goes like this. A squadron of Japanese self-defense force soldiers find themselves transported through time to their country's warring states era when rival samurai clans were battling to become the supreme shogun. So yes, this is about uh, time-traveling soldiers who go back to feudal Japan with modern-day weapons and fight against samurai, ninja, um, you know, it's, I mean, what is not to love about this concept? And honestly, um, this movie succeeds in make, in delivering on that concept. You know, um, it's, it's, it's just like, again, certain movies that I talk about are very niche for sure. But this movie right here, um, I I challenge anyone to to watch the last 30 minutes of this movie and not be like sitting on the edge of your seat like just wow because the last 30 minutes is pretty much one long battle um where you're getting to see uh just you know rocket launchers and tanks being shot at and ninjas th- ninjas getting blown out blown out of the air and samurai on horseback getting gunned down with machine guns and, you know, um, them attacking um, this these modern... Because, again, something that I need to say is that, like, it's not just like they have guns. Um, they come... They travel through time in this movie. And uh, they come into the past, not only with guns, but, like, they have a tank. They have a helicopter. They have an APC. They have a Jeep with a mounted machine gun. Um, they have a, a 50 cal mounted gun. They have a boat. Um, so it's like, it's exactly what you think it is. When you see, when you, when you, when you hear the title GI Samurai, um, this, this, this is what comes to mind. And this is what, uh, this movie delivers. Uh, so where do I even begin? I'll begin by saying this movie actually stars uh, the legendary Sonny Chiba uh, as Lieutenant uh, Yoshiaki Iba. Now, um, again, for those who don't know who Sonny Chiba is, I mean, how don't you how do you not know who Sonny Chiba is? But Sonny Chiba is a legendary Japanese actor. You know, he's known for being in movies like Street Fighter. Uh, not to be confused with the video game Street Fighter. This Street Fighter came along first. Uh, the Street Fighter sequels. Um, Kill Bill. He plays Satori Hanzo 
and Kill Bill. Um, but Sonny G, Sonny Chiba's a goat. Like, let's be real. He's a goat of sort of the, 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 the Eastern, uh, karate movie, you know, cause he's Japanese and he's never in like, he wasn't in a Kung Fu movie. You know, he's in these martial arts films, but they're specifically, uh, karate based, uh, martial arts films. And Sonny G, Sonny Chiba just has a on-screen presence that is just like unforgettable. Um, and he really, uh, he really brings that Sonny Chiba aura to this movie and to that, to this role. Um, but yes, he plays this Lieutenant and we're introduced to him sort of leading this unit, uh, this, uh, Japan self-defense force. Uh, they're literally supposed to be, uh, him and his unit. They're coming to the beach, uh, which is, you can see when they pull up, they can see like a, a giant, uh, like, what is it? A nuclear power plant off to off in the distance. Uh, they've, they've brought, they've obviously they've brought military vehicles and supplies because they're supposed to be meeting, uh, other, uh, units here for some sort of like, uh, it doesn't, it's not a hundred percent clear or I'm just not recalling it. Why exactly they're meeting up and it's not, who cares? I mean, I mean, obviously this, this is some sort of military, I don't know if it was actually an exercise or if it's some sort of something they do routinely, but they, they all show up to show up there. They show up here first uh, and they're waiting. And as they get there, they notice that uh, all of their watches have frozen and everyone's watch is frozen at 5:18 AM. Right. Um, so they're there and sort of waiting. And then that's when uh, they notice like the birds like the seagulls, they start acting very strange. And then all of a sudden the whole environment starts to do this weird psychedelic trippy kind of imagery. Uh, and this is how they handle the time, the times. I think another name for this movie is actually called time slip. Uh, and that's just what happens. Like they don't really bother explaining, um, why they get transported back into the past. Uh, and I think that's a good thing. They don't bother with that. They're like, you know, this just happens. Like, I think one of them notices that Venus, they can spot Venus in the, in, in the sky at night. And he says, Venus is on the other side of the, how, like how that's not possible. It was on the other side of the sky. Yes. Like yesterday. And now it's on this side of the sky. Um, something to do with the shifting of Venus. It doesn't really make sense. doesn't really matter. But this whole trippy, psychedelic kind of uh, uh, sequence happens. That's them being transported into the past. They don't know what's happening. Um, but it's, again, the, the sky changes colors. It turns yellow. They see horses running across the beach in slow motion. Again, it's really, it's, it's pretty well done. I mean, to be like the late 70s, uh, to, do, to sort of do this kind of like, you know, trippy, psychedelic. Again, I keep saying that. <laughs> how many times i'm going to say psychedelic uh, um, apparently about twenty thousand times um but yeah so this whole sequence happens it's got this cool sort of like shimmering wave cresting over this boat um i think it's like a coast guard boat that's there that they see and the next thing you know uh it's over they're standing on the beach and they immediately notice that it looks different for one that giant power station it's gone like it's not there anymore. Um, 
and immediately sort of it comes they come to the realization uh, that they have been transported uh, into the past because they encounter uh, some samurai who roll up on horseback and they're staring at them uh, the soldiers and the soldiers are staring back at the sum at the samurai and they're both looking at each other like yo what the fuck is going on um and sort of at that point um a mini skirmish kind of happens because the samurai start shooting like uh it's, it's like a whole they have like uh, archers that they're like start shooting arrows down at them from the clifftops and immediately uh one of the men gets hit in the arm and he just says fuck it and jumps on the uh apc to the 50 cal in the back and just starts raking just raking the hillside which immediately causes all of them to fall back because they're like yo what the fuck uh and then of course sunny chiba runs up to stop to stop the guy from shooting um and then that's when um i think at that point right once once he gets his man to stop shooting then more samurai show up, right? And that's just when they sort of meet the leader of this uh, sum- the samurai group. Uh, and Sonny Chiba sort of walks up to him and they uh, have like a... Almost almost like a, a sort of like... In between battles, there's a moment that happens. Typically, you see this in like war movies, right? Where like two people will come and talk while both sides sort of wait you know what i mean um i forget i forget exactly uh what like a, maybe it's like a, a liaison of some of some is that right probably like a, a some sort of like uh formality when it comes to to to, to waging war where you will send a, li- li- a liaison sometimes it's uh the leaders of both of both uh, sides or sometimes it's probably just some guy they've elected to go talk to another guy who's been elected to talk in the meet in the middle before before any like actual fighting begins uh well in this case Sonny Chiba um he goes up and he meets this samurai who is the sort of leader of this group um and at first you think like oh shit this shit is going to go down right like there this is about to be really you know, first of all, you're thinking like, well, they're about to massacre them because they have fucking tanks and modern modern weaponry and shit. Um, and I think uh, uh, that's immediate. But you immediately you get the sense that like, oh, this this guy, this samurai, um, uh, he he think he says he's he serves Lord Kuzimi Yukanega of the uh, Kayasugayama Castle. Um, and and again, I'm trying to remember like exactly uh, because Iba is 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 Sunny Chiba. Naga, I think it's Nageo Nageo uh, Nageo something with the K. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what the samurai's name is. Um, Nageo uh, Kag, Kagitora. I think it's Kagitora. I'm pretty sure it's Kagitora. I can look and see here on the cast list. Uh, yeah, yes, and that's it's played by a familiar actor. If you watch a lot of Japanese movies, uh, it's Asayo Natsu Natsuyaga. Um, once you see this guy's face, if you watch any Japanese cinema, you immediately recognize him. But he plays uh, he plays uh, Katigora, and Iba and Katigora sort of form this bond at this moment in the movie, because once they start talking, um, 
he asks to see their weapons, right? He tells his men to stay back and he like literally shows him the weapons. He like shows, he even lets him shoot the 50 cal. And then at that point, like he's like happy and smiling and shit. Um, the soldiers and the, and, the, and the samurai on the other side are all kind of like feeling each other out, like what's going to happen. And then basically this meeting um, is sort of like, yo, there's like a somewhat of a like a truce where 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 there's there's an understanding there that like they're not going to attack each other um they're not going to because i think i think uh even i if i'm not gonna say i think uh katigoro says we're the same because when he when he introduces himself he first of all iba salutes him and then he says that he's part of the japanese self-defense force um yeah, like, and then that's when he says, like, we're the same. He recognizes that he's a soldier as well. He's a warrior as well. Um, and again, like, no, we're just thrown into this. Like, we're literally just thrown into this world, right? But, like, again, the guy, the, uh, Kati, Kati, uh, Kati, I think it's Katigora, Katigora or Katitora, or Kagitora. I think it's Kagitora, Kagitora. Yeah, I think, I think this is exactly how you say it, Kagitora. Kagitora is, like, amazed, obviously, as you would be if you lived in feudal Japan and you saw, like, a modern-day tank and you saw a helicopter because he's asking him, like, yo, what's that thing that's flying in the sky? And they're like, it's a helicopter. And, he, you know, they, they show him everything, and he's immediately excited, like, by all of this shit. Um, and like I said, they make a truce and sort of, like, uh, he he even says, you know, like, yo, you, you should fight with us to help us, you know, help us defeat uh, these other guys that they have, this other rival samurai clan or whatever. And this is an era where they have, you know, Shogun and, and all, all of that shit. Um, and basically, you know, at that point, like they 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 leave. But but I think uh, as they're leaving, uh, uh, I think uh, uh Kagitora tells his men to like bring them food. Uh, but they're like, uh, if they do that, like the, uh, the, the army that, uh, they're at war with, uh, which I'm trying to remember, like the, I think it's the, uh, the Kuroda army will think that, uh, Iba and his soldiers are on their side, you know, when they see them like giving them food. So he's already strategizing about how to use these future soldiers to help him take over, uh, Japan. Um, and ultimately what does happen is Iba and uh, Katigora decide, fuck it, we're going to rule Japan. Like we're going to, we're going to, we're going to team up together. Your men with, with my men, your modern, modern tech, uh, modern technology in, in, in the form of uh, modern military weaponry. We're going to use the, your shit along with my men to wage war and take over Japan. Like we're just going to take over everything. And of course, Sonny Chiba is at first he's hesitant, but then he really just, he comes to, to the realization that we're going to do this, but there's a lot of, this movie's like over two hours. And I will say this, um, there is a lot of, uh, it does kind of lag a little bit at, 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 at moments. And there's kind of subplots that are a little crazy that kind of feel like they go a little bit no nowhere like there's a there's a there's a guy who's a uh, part of uh iba's uh i think uh i think i'm trying to remember if his name what what is this was it mimura i'm, I'm not quite certain if it's mimura or not uh but i'm pretty sure it might not be mimura i think that might be one of the it's yano i think i'm pretty sure it might i think it's yano uh, there's this guy who's part of 
Sonny Chiba's uh, battalion, if you want to call them that, right? This unit of soldiers who, at, uh, from from my understanding, was he, he attempted to do a coup of some kind. And Sonny Chiba, at a certain point, or uh, Iba, he... he he was on the same side as this guy, but then when he tried to do the coup, uh, Sonny Chiba uh, informed on him and got 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 him sort of, uh, I guess, arrested or not even. But I mean, even though he's still uh, in the army, and that's brought up that like basically like if it wasn't for Iba, you your, your punishment would have been more severe because you were you were attempting to do a coup. Um, but they didn't. So very from the very beginning, there's tension between them. Like he doesn't want to listen to 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 Eba. Uh, even when Eba turns his back, he like shoots a fake gun at him. Um, and at a certain point, um, he decides to take the boat. Now the boat, there's some there's some like uh, I guess they're like again like they might be like Coast Guard guys. They were over. They were there during. Uh, they were there early as well, but they were in the ocean, and uh, so they got transported alongside uh the the soldiers to to the feudal japan um so they take that boat he kills some of the men um takes some of the weapons takes the boat and then starts basically sailing around uh japan and like burning down villages taking women bringing them aboard his boat with the men that have came with him and they're like basically i mean they're raping these women. I mean, pretty much it's, it's pretty, it's pretty fucked up. Uh, but, um, and I think Iba, Iba is alerted when, when they know when they, in the morning, when they notice they're gone. Right. Um, so they go looking for them, um, in the helicopter and, uh, a whole entire battle sequence where he's shooting, uh, down at the boat and the boat shooting up at him from the sky this movie has a big budget too which is weird they did they spent a lot of money on this like really weird concept uh it because it went in the battles there's like hundreds they have like hundreds of extras hundreds of people in these battles again you have real tanks real hell a, a real tank a real helicopter um like this movie looks expensive they definitely spent money on this movie um Again, like, I don't want to get too bogged down in the plot. Because, like I said, the middle kind of drags. But this little uh, moment between, I think the guy, again, I think his name is Yano, uh, when he goes rogue and renegade and leaves Iba's, Iba's uh, uh, you know, unit, um, results in a shootout between them. And then, of course, Iba ends up having to kill this guy. Um, and then they like they, like, blow the boat up, give him sort of like a military or not even a military style but like a viking funeral you know where the dead body aboard the boat and it's burning on the sea in the ocean um and then there's some other side plots with like a one character one soldier guy finds like some little children in in the woods and like a, a mother she, her, her her husband's dot has he was murdered according to one of the children that's what she tells the soldier it's a guy who's the only guy who survives he's like a long-haired hippie looking soldier with like yellow glasses you know like the like the cool yellow shades well he meets these children that live with this woman this was widowed woman um and then that's like a, a quick little weird one and then there's another character who was supposed to meet his 
his fiance to elope uh, after uh, the military exercise that they were doing before they got transported through time or something like that. He was supposed to meet her at the train station to pick her up so they can get married. Um, and he's the whole time he's just trying to get back to the present to get to his wife, but he's stuck. So he ends up running off thinking that like, well, maybe if we leave where we're at, we'll go back to, you know, the present time. Like, again, totally weird that he would think this, but I mean, he, he, he wants to be back with the woman he loves, which is perfectly understandable, uh, you know, perfectly understandable reason to try and like, you know, I don't know, uh, find a way out of, uh, being stuck in the past, even though I don't think, uh, it's, it's probably an unreasonable, uh, solution to trying to get out, but he, he runs off and another character follows him because he doesn't want him to go alone. Again, that's another little weird subplot that happens. Um, then there's a subplot with like, uh, one of the soldiers encounters a woman, uh, when he's out. Cause again, some of these soldiers, they like, uh, break off and do their own thing. Um, uh, and then there's this weird sequence where like, uh, uh, I think I talked when I talked in the last episode, I talked about a movie, um, where there was a practice, uh, that I spoke about at length. Um, and there's, it's kind of revealed in this movie too. Um, because when I, when I talked about, uh, the, uh, what, 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 Village of Doom. When I talked about Village of Doom on the last episode, I mentioned that Village of Doom, one of the things it centers around besides this massacre that happened in the, you know, um, in like the late thirties where this guy kills all these people in this, in this, you know, rural village was this custom of, uh, uh, Yobai. Well, you kind of have a moment in this where after, uh, after Iba and uh, and the uh, samurai, uh, his his ally uh, 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 Kagitora. After Iba and Kagitora team up and they start to sort of like wage war to go against the sort of his enemies to take over. Um, there's a moment where they go to a village at night and he tells his men like, "Yo, like everyone, relax. We're gonna be fighting some more in the morning." Um, there's a woman in the village. If you guys want to, if you guys want a woman, uh, she's a widow. Um, uh, I've already, I've already talked to Tardy. Okay. You go visit her at night. And so like multiple men go visit her at night and they all undress so they can come into the house one by one naked. They basically like, it's basically like a train. Like it's some weird, it's again weird, but again, it's very specific to how that, that custom of Yobai works except uh this isn't like young people this is like a widowed woman who is allowing men to come visit her naked in the middle of the night that she sleeps with again very strange but it's very interesting how that comes up again in another movie that's completely different um i mean different in the fact they're both japanese films uh and probably it has to do with some somehow like the person who's curating the podcast myself <laughs> uh, had maybe I have a tendency to find movies that have this kind of weird shit in them. Um, I don't know if that's some sort of indictment of me, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's this weird moment. But anyways, back on, back on, 
back on uh, to the, to sort of the bigger overarching thing because this movie is basically about its concept, right? And what what you really come what you really come here for is these is these battles, and there's a few like uh, memorable battles besides the final battle that's like again like thirty minutes. Uh, there's a there's the first initial battle that actually happens. Uh, as I jump around in time, much like the movie, <laughs> um, when they act, when when uh, Kagitora and Iba uh, decide to team up, what happens is that actually after Katigora leaves, right, and, and leaves Iba and his men, um, Iba and his men are attacked by uh, again one of these other samurai clan, right, um, in a and an impromptu battle breaks out because like they're coming for them and they're like, all right, fuck it. We're going to, they start again, they kill. What happens is two of his men get killed, like an arrow through the neck of one. And then another guy gets several arrows in him and they die. And this like really pisses off Iba and, and his men. And so they say, fuck it. And they go and they grab the guns and they just start shooting and murdering these guys. And then as they do, they like chase, they retreat back to this, uh, like fort that they've built this, imp this sort of like, you know, uh, it's like a old school style fork with like these bamboo sticks and, um, you know, the type of shit you see in these sort of like, you know, feudal Japan style battle movies. Uh, they chase him there. They're like literally it's literally a fucking like ma I, they do massacre a lot of people because, again, they have guns like, you know, what I mean, they, they have I mean, there's there's like muskets at this in this era that like we do see some muskets used, but like. They have like machine guns and shit. So like they're like shooting like and they also have like bazookas and rocket launchers. So they're like shooting bazookas, rocket launchers, uh, Sonny Chiba's on this Jeep as as it's speeding along. He's on the mach mounted machine gun shooting at him. They chase them back to this fort area. And that's when um, Kagitora and his men are like, thank you. We'll take over. And then they burst in, you know, on horseback. Uh, and and then that's when they sort of get to see uh Kagitora fighting like and being a like a true like samurai warrior and they're like kind of in awe of him like watching him like chop down men with his sword very efficiently until he basically kills the leader and chops his head off like chops his head off uh like literally blood sprays on his face and he's like he's got blood on his teeth he holds his head up and he's like and then the men celebrate and you're just like and at the same time, Eba's watching him and you get it like Eba likes being in what they call the warring era. Like this is the time he feels like, you know, in the modern Japan where he came from, uh, like they're not really fighting. And you get the sense that like he's really, you know, like he's really into this shit, right? Like he's really fucking into this. And like I said, that that's that's when they first team up is after that, like that's the first battle and like all these battles that that they actually happen in this movie um they're just fucking dope like and then they there's like this weird bonding moment that they have like where it's almost like it's funny because it's kind of like it's kind of sus it's kind of like almost like a bromance between uh uh kagitora and iba where they're like they're sitting on the rocks as like the waves crash and they got these little like these you know these like uh I like I call them like Japanese diapers, <laughs> but they're basically just like cloth wrapped around wrapped around them and shit, uh, and they're like bonding and shit, and like um, it's kind of it's kind of again it's you get you, there's some definitely some like 
bromance shit going on you know what i'm saying like in, and i think even uh kagitora tells him like that he's like suited to live in the warring era and he says i, I can see it in you you know um of course, Sonny Chiba's standing there in his diaper. He's got his cheeks out, you know, again, you know, paws, kind of, kind of gay, uh, you know, gay, but, you know, nothing wrong with that, fellas, you know, shout out to all my, uh, all my, all my gay homies. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not, but I'm just saying though, like it is, it is, it is uh, funny because these are, I mean, I don't know. Like we never see either one of these characters with women. So I guess you could read into it that they might be, you know, um, but given that like they're, they're one's a samurai and one's a soldier. Um, this is the way they show affection, male affection. I mean, again, this movie's oddly, you know, um, oddly, uh, about that to some degree about like male friendship a little bit, um, and sort of, uh, yeah, that relationship between, uh, Kagitora and Iba is very, at moments, very, there's like a mutual attraction. And I don't necessarily mean like they're attracted as if they want to like, you know, two dudes that are attracted. No, no, no. I don't mean, I, I, I don't really mean that necessarily, even though again, you could read, I think you could, there's a read of this movie if you wanted to say, hey, yo, it's a little homoerotic. I wouldn't be like, nah, it's not. There's definitely some some moments that they share when they're like being buddy buddy. They're like training together, and you do get the sense that like like there's a connection here. That's a bond here between two men. Uh, that if you wanted to do that, but again, like I do feel like it's weird because I think like we are kind of like male friendship and male bonding. Um, I think I do think it's stigmatized to a certain degree, right? Where we talk about it like, oh, like if you're too close, then that means you're gay. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, you know, like men are allowed to be close. Um, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I do feel like because I'm making jokes, but I'm I, I'm also trying to like uh, say something, um, which is like um, men can be close and and it and it not be like on some like uh, on some like. I don't know, like romantic tip, like, you know what I mean? Like they're like, and I feel like this movie, it doesn't really delve into that at all. Cause it's really just about, you know, a cool, cool ass battle between a modern, modern soldiers with, you know, soldiers in the past, uh, modern weaponry against more, you know, uh, ancient style weaponry. Um, I mean, that's really what it's about. That's really what the concept's about. But again, like, I do think that, like, the way Sonny Chiba um, and uh, ECO uh, Natsuyaga kind of uh, play off of each other when they're bonding, um, there is a definitely, there's a chemistry there. You know what I'm saying? There's a chemistry of them as actors on screen. There's a chemistry in terms of their characters. Um, and so, yeah, um just two dudes who just want to like sit around together with their, with their cheeks out and mail in, in, in cloth diapers, you know what I'm saying? And, and just, you know, be, be, be broke. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but anyhow, um, this movie, uh, is just, bro, like the, the, the sequences, and I've already mentioned this, like the sequences in the battles, are so impressive. There's a battle before, like, 
before before we get to like again there's like i don't really want to i don't really want to go too too far into sort of uh for one this movie is this is one of those movies again which i'm i'll post a link to this movie because this movie thankfully is up somebody put it on youtube so you can watch it on youtube um so definitely watch it i will you know i I won't spoil the ending at all but i but i will say this there is a battle again this final battle um it's not really even a final battle there's a but there's a big 30 minute battle and then there's what takes place after the 30 minute battle um but but the lead up to the battle is that like uh eba and uh and um what's kagitora like they're they're planning after after he kills uh like i think there's a there's a battle there's a battle before the big battle where uh sunny chiba chops off the head of this samurai they defeat this samurai clan right um and sunny chiba ends up like running up and fighting the the sort of the the leader of this samurai clan this this head samurai guy um and like they have a sword fight but then ultimately uh he shoots him with his with his handgun and then chops his head off and then runs around holding his head up you know again pretty much like doing what he saw uh kagitora do initially right um and it's a cool ass it's a cool ass moment it's a cool ass scene um but after that like they get together to sort of plan how they're going to um you know take over uh japan right they're going to take over uh the rest of this country uh you know together as and they're going to rule together uh and they do they go to this this castle uh and they kill this this shogun i think he's a shogun um pretty much i think uh katigora goes in there by himself and like the 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 guy the, the guy he's like a king a ruler a shogun of some kind right um he goes in there and like because he has already told uh at a certain point um who katigora serves right because he you know like he's because samurais have ma- masters right so his ma- his master which is his emperor or the sh- i'm not quite sure if he's an emperor or a shogun but um he serves him right um so at a certain point um they send a, an emissary to request that uh iba come and see him um because he wants to see his weapons he's heard about his flying machine and his weapons and shit like and he wants to see him and uh since since it's katigoro's master or kagitora's master kagitora's there with some other men but I, uh iba's like no nah, i'm not going i have to refuse and at that point, you think, oh, shit. He's like, you know, how you're going to refuse my master's request? And it's like, you think that, like, uh, Katigor- uh, Kagitora is going to kill Iba. And even even Iba thinks that because he, like, grabs for his gun. But Kagitora ends up killing the emissary. Um, and so, like, at that, that's the point where, like, you know, they team up. Again, like, I'm all over the place. Yes, I know. Um, uh, but they end up meeting they end up going to the castle because at that point the emissary gets killed 
and Kagitora's like, I don't know, I don't want to serve this guy. He's an idiot. And he tells the the one of the other guys like, tell tell him that I said he's a he's a he's a coward and an idiot, and I no longer want to serve him. That's what you need to go ahead, go back and tell him. So immediately, so when he goes to the castle uh, with Eba and his men, like he goes in there to talk to him face to face, and he's got a whole bunch of his guys in there. He's alone, and he says, "Yo, I heard that you called me, you know." uh an idiot in that like i was you know and he was like yeah i did i'm i'm, I'm tired of serving you I, you're a moron i should you know and then of course a fight breaks out he slashes him kills him all of these assassins run in to try to like you know kill uh kagitora but that's when uh iba shows up with the chopper literally um because the helicopter and he's the helicopter and he's shooting out the helicopter at the guys at the top of the castle you know so again there's that there's that moment um that that that's a pretty cool battle but the leading up to the final battle um which i feel is pretty pretty epic um is that like they decide like to katigora and his men are going to go to one region and then iba's going to go to another and then they're going to meet back up together in like kyoto or something right to 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 the main imperial I guess emperor or whatever, because they want to, they want the, the goal is to take over all of Japan. And, uh, I think that Iba says that he will take on this guy. Uh, his name, I, I'm blanking on it. I think his name is like Shin Shinya, or I could be getting that all totally wrong. Um, what was, I'm trying to remember what his name was. Um, I think uh, we'll meet again. They're supposed to meet in Kyoto. Um, and, and I believe that, that, uh, when, when, when Iba says like, okay, like we'll, cause again, they're looking over a map, right? They're looking over a map and, you know, and, and <laughs> excuse me, um, Shingen, I think. Yeah. Shingen is this, this guy that, in his clan, right, and 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 Iba's like, will you guys will head west and battle like uh, uh, Asaya Akasura? I think that was his name. And then, and he's like, yo, we'll we'll, we'll get Shingen. And and then that's when like uh, Katigoro's like, you know, you know, you think you and your your men alone can defeat Shingen? And he's like, and then like Iba's like laughing, and he's like, he's like, you know, Shingen is is like, you know, really formidable. And he's like, you know, Katigoro, Iba's like, yo. He's like, we'll meet in Kyoto, and that's when we'll rule together. Very confident, right? So, of course, uh, Kagitora's like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But Katigora knows what I feel like Iba doesn't kind of know. Like, that's like, yeah, yeah, you got all these weapons and shit, but, like, Shingen's, like, army is massive like you know and he's he's really formidable like he knows how to wage battles and this is what we rediscover because they do roll up to fight shingen with all of their weaponry you know again a tank you know they've got four uh 50 cows they got apc uh the, the the jeep with the mounted machine gun they got grenades they got the helicopter they all got you know multiple you know different types of weapons um and this battle happens and like you just see wave upon wave upon they're like they're they're massacring uh Shinyan's army but they're just they never stop and every time you think they're done a new wave comes 
and they've got these ninjas like to who hang off the sides of their horses and throw shurikens. Um, and one by one, you watch them like take out, even though they're slaughtering, I mean, countless, countless of these, of these men, but they just never stop coming. So then you watch them lose vehicle after vehicle. And there's this cool moment where like one of the guys hangs at the bottom of the chopper and gets up inside the chopper, um, and takes the chopper out. Like it's a pretty, it's a pretty impressive, uh, pretty dope ass moment. Um, that ultimately, uh, Sonny Chiba and a lot loses all of his weaponry, pretty much like all of it. Like, um, and a lot of his men, there's only like, like a fucking six of them left at the, by the, by the end of this battle, but he does find Shingen, um, and, uh, he fights Shingen and again, like, um, kills Shingen. Uh, and I think, and this is, this is just to go to show you that I'm, I'm up right now. Um, it's super late. Uh, I'm recording this episode <laughs> and I'm like talking about a movie that's about time slipping. And then literally I'm slipping in time when I talk about this movie, because when I, when I mentioned the battle of him, cutting the, the samurai's head off that was Shingen and I'm like oh there's a battle before it but it's like no 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 again this long ass movie all of it lumping together that battle is the Shingen battle if I'm yeah yes that battle's the moment where he chops his head off that's the Shingen battle um and they 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 win the battle but uh at a at a severe loss of men and all of the sort of weapons like they still have a few guns left and shit but they have to hole up in this, uh, like, sort of, like, run-down, like, uh, I don't even know if you want to call it, like, a palace, but I think it's, like, a run-down palace-style kind of house place. And, like, um, they're they're waiting, sort of, to see what's happening next. The men want to, the men, like, one of the men notices that, like, Venus is starting to shift in the sky. And they're like, we, should, we think we're going to, like, you know, have our way back home uh, back home. And, but, but, uh, Eva doesn't want to leave. And he even tells the men like, you need to stay with me. You know, if you don't, I'll shoot you. Um, which is really the first time, excuse me, which is really, which is really the first time that we, 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 uh, see kind of like that Eva really, uh, really doesn't want to go back like to the, to the, to the present. Like he really wants to stay in this, um, the warring era like he feels like he this is when he literally comes out and says it like that it's like this is the time that he wants to be in like this he feels like the time that he was in was like who wants to be in a time of peace like you know what i mean where we don't really ever fight like this is the time to be in like he's all in with like trying to like you know you know die uh like a samurai you know um and of course the, the i'm not going to spoil the ending once you know again like there's six of them left that hold up in this house um and there's going to be another showdown um and this showdown is going to be sort of determines the fates of uh of Iba and his men um and determines the 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 fate of sort of Japan because again they were trying to take over Japan, right? With with Katigora. Um and I will say that Katigora ha he's met with some 
some figures of the Imperial Palace, I believe, or something like that. And they're trying to get him to uh, consolidate the power and be like, you know what? Like, why rule with him when you could just rule by yourself? Um, you're in the position to do so. Um, and of course, now they figured out, too, that like they got word back that he uh, that Eva's lost all of his weapon, like all of his his machines, all of his equipment, like, you know, he no longer has his flying machine. He no longer has his, you know, his tank. Like they say this and they know like, oh, he's vulnerable and his men are vulnerable. Um, and it all leads, it all leads to this final um, moment in the movie. Um, and again, I think it sticks. I think, I think, uh, I think GI Samurai really sticks, sticks the landing here uh, with the way the movie ends. Um, and again, this battle, this battle uh, that goes on for like a half hour um, at the, you know, before, before the, the final, you know, leading up to the final moments is just, man, man, it was entertaining, man. It was, it was something that like, if you haven't, you know, if you haven't seen GI Samurai, um, which you probably haven't, this isn't a movie that's, I, I hear it get talked about much. Um, which is why I'm talking about it. Um, go now. It's on YouTube. You got to watch this movie. Um, yeah. Um, and I wanted to do, I wanted to do, you know, it's, it's hard because it's like, for me, like, I like talking about movies and I find myself talking a lot about a lot of Japanese movies. Um, and I will continue that. Like, um, I do try to vary it up. I do try to you know, talk about movies, uh, from everywhere. And, but I have a tendency to always end up back, you know, back in Japan. Um, there's just something about sort of, uh, that, that viewpoint and that perspective, uh, when it comes to filmmaking, um, that's so specific, uh, that I, that I just have to, I don't know. It's just, I just always know, like, if I have nothing else to watch, I'll just find some, some Japanese movie because it's so being, 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 um, American, like, um, and not being, there's so much that we're not, I'm not exposed to from over there. I mean, and, and everywhere else too. There's other countries that, you know, whose movies I appreciate, you know, whether it's France and Germany, Italy, you know, um, there's cinema from all over. Um, I, I, there's movies and films from all over the all over the, all over the country. No, all over the world that I appreciate for sure. Um, and as we approach October, um, in my mind, I know that uh, I wanted to do a, a movie that wasn't a horror movie because I feel like in October I'll probably exclusively be doing shit like that. I'll, I'll probably exclusively be talking about you know you know, films and, uh, horror related kind of, um, works of, uh, art, you know, again, maybe, maybe I'll talk about a book again. I haven't done that in a minute. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent certain. Um, I do have some ideas. I have some ideas about sort of the next kind of, uh, well, next, you know, next week. I mean, obviously October starts, uh, I have some ideas for October in terms of like more genre shit. That's like, so it's like, it was cool to like do one of these that was non sort of non horror, uh, for the end of September. Um, 
and one that's just just again like one that just is just a movie that just flat out is just flat out entertaining like you know what i mean like whether you're into samurai movies or not um because this really is like kind of one but not it's also a war movie but it's also like this hybrid of 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 war movie and samurai movie and action movie and adventure it's like it's got all it's got everything you know everything that you could want uh is in is in this movie um so this was a perfect a perfect one to talk about and highlight uh but next week um we'll be on spooky time Uh, I apologize. I said we'll be on spooky time, but for real though, next week we're going to be on some, some, some horror shit cause it's October and it's only right. Um, that, uh, that, 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 uh, MAS dives into the genre that, you know, I've spent a lot of time talking about, um, an actual genre that I spent a lot of time working in as a, as a writer. Um, so yeah, uh, get ready for October. Um, Go and watch G.I. Samurai. And yeah, um, I'll talk to you about something scary uh, next week. I'm out. Car drive a little faster. I do not do no beef. Run up on me, it's a disaster. I go out with a bang before the day that I get captured. Ho asked me what my name. I told that bitch I wrote the pastor. I order caviar, bitch. I'ma need that with some crackers. I'm not your lying, nigga. Play with me, bitch. I'm gon' slap you. Hit my phone, you got a plan. I got positions, make it happen. My neighbors think I'm selling dope. I always got a package. All this doggy in my pocket. Then these twins look like cabbage. Asian bitch from Waterbury. I can tell that this whole ratchet. Told me that I look familiar. Bitch, bend over. Let me tap it. Fender make my vision clearer. Cartier, I might go blasted. I've been looking in a mirror. I can't see me with no black. Sometimes this money make you tear up when you really never had it. They thought that I was cap. I had them bitches at my address. I told them that. I route the LBI came by my address. I used to walk on feet, bitch. Now my car drive a little faster. I do not do no beef. Run up on me, it's a disaster. Ho asked me what my name. I told that bitch by the pastor. I ordered caviar, bitch. I'ma need that with some crackers. I'm not your lying, nigga. Play with me, bitch. I'm gon' slap you. Hit my phone, you got no plan. I got position, make it happen. Position, make it happen.